Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free, which is great. And there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer all in one. And it is the platform that I use to host and upload my podcast. They will distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can also make money from your podcast through Anchor with no minimum listenership, which is lit. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks, Anchor. Right, like bring in two extra people bring in the to whole the equation. squad. I bring in the whole squad. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah, it matter doesn't matter. I, I really think once you're an adult, like if you're with a, an adult partner, like they're not going to care because chances are they know that every person is different. <laughs> you just want to penetrate. End of story. You just want to penetrate. <laughs> Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to Acting My Age with me, Rohini Lise. Oh boy, the sex talk you never had, part three. It's here. It's 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 here. <laughs> um, so I'm really excited about this episode, you guys. This is the most highly requested episode ever. I literally get people damning me almost every day saying, hey, when are you doing a part three? Like, I have so many questions to ask you. Um, and it's my most popular episodes. There are the sex-related ones, which, of course, I mean, that just makes total sense. Um, so I really liked having Catherine on the last one, and you guys definitely did too. So for this one, I wanted to have my twin flame, my soul sister, Kristen. She is one of my friends from New York, and... I literally just feel this insane connection with her. Um, from the first time we met, we just hit it off. Like just one of those things where you know that you have like been friends with them in a past life basically is how I would describe it. Um, we're super similar. Like our charts are pretty similar. Um, she just is amazing. And we went to Austin together recently and we're going to Montana next month together. I just fucking love her. And we were texting about this new boy that she's been seeing and uh, talking about, <laughs> I'll have to ask if I can even talk about this. We're talking about how well endowed he was basically. So that was, that like prompted me to ask her like, Hey, do you want to do this sex talk with me? And so it is 2 PM my time and it's 5 PM Kristen's time. She's in New York and we wanted to have some drinks and just like have the conversation flow, especially since, you know, Kristen's not necessarily used to talking about sex like so openly on a public platform. Um, some alcohol probably would get things flowing a little better. So 
needless to say, I've just made a whiskey sour. It's 2 p.m. Um, Chris and I are about to FaceTime and just have the best conversation. I can't wait. I think it's going to be super fun. And I've been going through all your questions and they're just some really good ones. So get ready for the sex talk you never had part three. And if you haven't listened to the first two, you really should because I got a lot of repeat questions. So make sure you've listened to those and yeah, let's get into the episode. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, Kristen. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, guys, this is so funny. We've been drinking already. We've been FaceTiming for a little while and we both like almost chugged a full whiskey sour. (laughs) Finished a bottle or two. (laughs) (laughs) Except your time, it actually makes sense because it's like almost six there and my time, it's literally two. (laughs) Right. It's a little more appropriate over here, but... Whatever, it's anything fine. goes. Any, anything goes when Kristen and Heen are together. Or as it's true. He, Kiki, Kiki, Kiki and Heen. Kiki and Heen. Kiki, Kiki and Heen. Whatever you want to call Ro. it. <laughs> okay, cute. So I'm really excited to have you on because you're my like fucking soul sister, twin flame. <laughs> and our dialogue is unmatched. Like, Oh my gosh. I can't believe I we're about to release recording. this to the public. I mean, every time we're together, we're like, someone needs to... <laughs> Someone needs to record us. This is iconic. Where's our reality show? (laughs) Literally, oh man, I've never had like dialogue like this with any of my other friends. It's, it's disgusting. It's disgusting, honestly. (laughs) I'm like, how many times can I drop the F-bomb? Is that? (laughs) Seriously, she texted me. She's like, how many times can I say motherfucker on your podcast? I was like, as many times as you fucking want, bitch. (laughs) It's just why we work. We're on the same page. I know. Seriously. Okay, so we're already... I mean, I'm a little tipsy. I didn't really eat lunch. I don't know. Yeah, I'm a little tipsy. same. Oh, <laughs> I sure am. I don't know. I started oh, yes. about an hour ago, so we'll see. Oh, shit! <laughs> You're ahead of me. <laughs> um, okay, so let's give a little background for the podcast listeners. Um, mm-hmm. So ha- we met through Elena. Elena Tabor, YouTuber. You guys probably know her. Um, we met at... An indoor Dave. pool party in the dead yeah, of winter. Like, seriously, in Williamsburg. It was like Babe Wines, right? Mm-hmm. The fat Jewish. The fat Jewish was there. Fat Diplo. Jewish, yeah. It was, it was wild. The most bizarre, one of the most bizarre things I've ever done in New York. Like it just was, I don't know, so random, but it was really fun. And I was just dancing my ass off, like super sweaty, literally going ham to Diplo. And then I've never Elena, gone that hard during the day and then yeah oh my god it was such a story so yeah Elena brought you and I was super because I went to the event by myself and I was like oh my god this is not an event you want to go to by yourself like what the fuck and so Elena came what the fuck am I doing I just started (laughs) chugging rosé and I hate rosé so that's how you know it's bad um yeah and then you came and I don't even know. We literally hit it off. And then that night I almost died. <laughs> we didn't even like talk. Well, maybe we did. We obviously introduced ourselves, but then we just started drinking and dancing. And it was like, I don't just know. started vibing. Just yeah, we were vibing. It just, it was a natural connection. Meant to be. <laughs> it really was. And then that night, cause we had been drinking all day. It was a day party. Like we'd been drinking all fucking day. And then we wanted to go out. Our like drunk minds were like, we should go clubbing. Tonight. We wanted to just keep it rolling through we the night, to keep it like rolling, as but that ma- can't as much happen. As no, no. 
And we both, everyone had to go home to like change and get ready. And then of course, when you're home, that's when you like start to get sober. And then I don't know what, I drank too many canned bottles of wine and I didn't eat enough. And then we went out to dinner at that like really trendy place. What's it called? Lucian. Yeah, Lucian? every bitch goes there. I swear to God, that was my first uh, time going there. The food's like, not great, but it's a scene. It's a scene. It's a scene. It is. And basically, I started to pass out, and I never <laughs> I started pass to out. pass out. <laughs> I never do that. Like fainting is not a normal thing for me. And I just was. We were waiting for a table for so long, standing up like in this hot ass, sweaty small oh restaurant gosh. with people jam packed everywhere. I go full and, mom mode. Yeah, I'm about. I'm like. I literally go up to the bartender, like, can I have some water? And he gives me the dirtiest look. I'm like, I'm literally about to pass out. Like, my He's eyes like, are, like, rolling to the back. Here, bitch. What kind of alcoholic <laughs> beverage do you want? <laughs> you need to pay for this sparkling right. water. $7. And I literally was, like, clutching the counter, like, I'm about to go down. Oh, my like, God. Understand. I felt so bad. I, like, didn't know you that well. So I was like, do I, like, what is my role here? So Ran Kristen literally jumped in. Saved the day, ran to the bodega, got me like three kinds of Gatorade. Like, I don't even know what else he got me. He literally jumped in and it was just, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm usually that person for other people. So meeting someone that was going to do that for me, even though I barely fucking knew them, I was like, am I in love with you? (laughs) It was so nice. And then after that, it just, the rest was history. Seriously. It's like we've known each other for a hundred years. That's what I was saying in the intro. Mm-hmm. I was like, literally, I know for sure we've known each other in a past life because for sure, it just has to happen that way. I agree. So yeah, that was our friendship beginning and we had a lot of good nights, a lot of dancing, a lot of drinking. Oh my goodness. <laughs> a lot of expensive cocktails. A lot of expensive around. cocktails, food, outings. Sage mm-hmm. is not so happy about that. <laughs> the bill for Austin, I was like, babe, just know this is going to be an just... expensive one. <laughs> we love just, Kristen. Just look, just look just away. Just don't look at the bill. <laughs> yeah. Don't look at the credit card statements. So yeah, we had a great time in Austin. And then you came to visit here, which was so fun. You literally fit right into the family. Everyone talks about you. They're like, we love Kristen so much. She's I'm part of the fam. I'm obsessed with the fam. <sighs> yep. So yeah. That was my Basically, initiation we, trip. We, fucking love Kristen and I'm excited to talk about sex. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, there's a lot of questions like of course these episodes I get the most questions from cuz you know, I don't think people really talk about sex enough like openly. Um, there isn't that many resources online or maybe you even feel weird like looking them up or whatever it is. So there's always a shit ton of questions and we won't be able to get to all of them, but we're going to try to do our best. So let's just kick it off. Um, okay. This one is a pretty straightforward answer. Um, I already read Kristen this one, but I just, it made me like... Uh, what's that emoji? The emoji with like the big like watery eyes. It's like very wholesome questions. Uh, so little sappy eyes. Yeah, the sappy eyes. Okay, so the question is, hi Heaney, I love your podcast and have binged it these last few days. Your content is so beautiful and your aesthetic is flawless. My question for this podcast is if sex feels like when the doctor does a pap smear. You know how they insert the speculum. I'm a virgin and I just had one done and it felt very uncomfortable. Just curious if that's what it feels like because I couldn't deal. Thanks for your advice. Okay. 
Oh my god. No. 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 no, no. <laughs> it does not feel like that. <laughs> that is a cold, like, like turkey baster. Turkey no, not baster. Even. Not even the the setting, the, the all of it, the fucking mechanism, the metal, the, metal, the like coldness, the put, weirdness. The no, not for a second. It's, uh, yeah, pep smears are always uncomfortable. It's just the weirdest thing. It's literally like the things that jack up a car, like to change the tire. <laughs> That's going probably in your one of the pooch. worst experiences versus sex, which is supposed to be one of the most, like, invigorating, exciting experiences. <laughs> so I can't even pick two opposites to choose from. Yes. Like, opposite sides of the spectrum. Opposite ends of the spectrum for Pap sure. Pap smear and some good. Dick. Oh my gosh, some good dick. There's <laughs> nothing better, honestly. There's nothing better. And there's yeah, nothing so worse no, than a pap smear in the doctor's office. <laughs> Everyone hates it. Like, literally, women who are like 50, 60, they're like, uh, fucking pap smears. Everyone hates pap smears. <laughs> Not the fucking pap smear again. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, it doesn't feel like that. It's definitely not. I mean, the first time you have sex, it's probably going to be a little uncomfortable or painful, right. maybe. First time, never great. Just kind of go into (laughs) it, preparing for some slight uncomfortability. (laughs) But just know it gets better. It It doesn't matter if it's the same person, a different person. It will get better. You just have to kind of break through that initial weirdness of your, like, you know, you're new to it. So you're working through those insecurities and, like, discovering what this even means. And yeah. then, you know, just having something up inside of you it takes it takes a second <laughs> to get used to. So just know it gets better and it gets it gets a lot better. Let me it tell gets you. A lot. <laughs> oh honey, does it get better? Oh honey, does it get good? <laughs> oh boy. Wait, actually I don't know your who do you or what was your virgin virginity story? Oh gosh. I mean I was dating my boyfriend of seven years. I was probably oh. sixteen or so. And it was very simple. I mean, we were dating for like three or four months. We were like, all right, it's time to do the deed. And it happened. It wasn't great. It was so uncomfortable just because I was so new to the whole situation. And so was he. So I was like, all right, let's just. Oh, was it his first time too? Yeah. Which, Which made it a lot better for me to go into it knowing he was exploring this new kind of thing as well. So that made it a lot more comfortable for me but still even then it was like what are we even doing like we're kids we're just like trying to work through this little (laughs) exactly that's how I look back like the guy that I lost my virginity with to whatever and the the like couple months we were having sex I was look I look back and I'm like we were kids we had no business doing that like (laughs) no what business the fuck (laughs) I mean after a while we made it work and it was great and yeah you know but it's never good at first it's never it's the first time is just a little weird also because it's such a thing like all the movies everyone's like gonna lose your virginity like gonna pop your cherry i'm I'm saving it till prom night like whatever all those things in the movies like it gets so overhyped that you're in your head like oh my god oh my god but in reality it's in my opinion it's not that big of a deal obviously like people have different religious like beliefs on sex but in my opinion Totally. It's just something I think to get over it's with. It's a natural <laughs> part of like getting older and growing into yourself and becoming kind of like 
a confident woman is exploring your sexuality. And I had a hard time with that growing up because I was in a really conservative Christian family who kind of decided that that wasn't a part of, you know, your life until you're married and you're committed to someone. But I kind of decided on my own that that was something I wanted to explore earlier on. And I thought it was kind of an important part of becoming a woman on my own and just, I don't know, having different experiences. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's amazing. Good for yeah, you. I think, it's, I think it's an important part of, like, being comfortable with yourself and your body and, yeah, I don't know, it gives totally. you a sense of confidence that you otherwise, I don't think, would have. And, of course, each to their own. Everybody has their yeah. own idea of what it means to them and how comfortable it makes them. So, everyone yeah, has their own everyone's story. on their own journey. Exactly. 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 But I do agree, like, we're going to, a lot of the questions that I got, I'm not going to lie, like, uh, 80% of them were all based around like confidence in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of questions about that. So we'll definitely get to that more because I think it's just so important. Um, I just wanted to start with some like easier, more straightforward questions. So also everyone was asking about shaving and like grooming. I don't know. I, I guess I remember middle school, high school. It was a big thing. Mm-hmm. The guys, cause all they watched is like, you know, top five hits on Pornhub or whatever. So they're like, <gasps> ew, like she has a bush. Like that's fucking disgusting. So right. I just remember it being like such a thing, like bald Eagle. That was like a term, like you have to really be shaved and keep the coochie oh clean or whatever. I know it's so keep crazy, the but clean keep the cooch clean. But as I don't know, as I've gotten older and with the same person forever, I'm like, doesn't apply as much. But anyway, so the question is, Hey, Heaney, I love your podcast. And it's literally the best part of my day when I listen. Oh, anywho, my question shaving, like, is it really that big of a deal if you don't? (laughs) Um, I don't know. What do you think? I think, I think that you know, I come, I wax. So I'm like, if I shave, it's just dramatic. It's itchy. It's, (laughs) it's ugly. (laughs) I'm going in every four weeks and I'm letting whoever it is take care of it down there. (laughs) But it's painful as fuck. It's fucking terrible. So I'm like, I'm either waxing or I'm uh, lasering. And I think they're similar in terms of like price point and how often you have to go in. But I don't know. I've just never been a shave girl. I think it, it doesn't end well for me. And I, I have, I have thick hair. I'm like Spanish. So I think that that doesn't help me. A lot going on. A lot going on down there. So, but I don't think men care. I think if you're clean, if you like are freshly showered or whatever it is, and you just like smell normal, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I, I really think once you're an adult, like if you're with an adult partner, like they're not going to care because chances are they know that every person is different. And like, I know plenty of people who don't shave at all. Like they just let it go completely natural. And some guys really like that. Like some guys like the natural look. Like I've heard guys, I don't even know where I heard this from, but they're like, if they're shaved, they look like a prepubescent girl to me. Like it's like gross if they have no hair. Because it's like looks too young, so they like a little hair to like look oh, like a woman. Shoot. So I really or okay. a grown woman. Mm-hmm. So I don't really think it. I I mean I understand like if you haven't had sex. Also, if you're you said you're 15 or no you're 19. Oh wait, this is a different question. Fuck me. Anyway, if you were <laughs> if you were <laughs> fuck me if you are in middle school, high school, whatever it is, it seems like a big deal. And maybe 
those douchey guys will make it a big deal. But like once you're an adult, I don't think right. whatever floats your boat. Seriously. I would work with whatever's natural for you. Like if you have super mm-hmm. thick hair and it's tough to get to a waxer and you're trying to shave, but it's not working, like just trim it and make sure it's like clean and groomed and just go with it because yeah, rock that's it. your natural kind of look. And I don't know. It's hard to, yeah. to work against that stuff. It is. I just, personally, I just shave because my hair is, like, not that big of a problem for me. We were talking about this earlier. Like, I don't know. I've Because I've definitely seen my friends who have, like, really bad razor bump and it, like, their hair goes, I don't know, it's just more of a thing to manage. And mine's not that big of a deal. So I just kind of let it grow out like a ways and then I'll shave it and that's meh. But if I grow it out, like, it's not, it's not a big deal. Like, Sage doesn't fucking care. He just wants to get laid. He doesn't care. Exactly. <laughs> I think, I think at the end of the day, as long as you're clean and somewhat groomed, guys don't give a shit what's going on down yeah. there. They just want to, no. you know. They just want to penetrate. <laughs> <laughs> they just want to penetrate. End of story. They just want to penetrate. <laughs> question okay this one was the juicy one okay so she says okay i'm just gonna hop right into my situation my boyfriend and i have been dating since i was 15 i'm now 19 he was my first we now live together and i have a full four years of lying about orgasming it started because i just wanted to make him feel good about himself but eventually it just got too far and i couldn't tell him that he's never made me finish My sex drive is usually pretty decent, but I never actually want to have sex because it doesn't do anything for me. At this point, it just kind of feels like a chore and I don't have fun when we have sex. I don't know how to tell him or what to do because this whole time he has thought that it's been doing the trick, but really it hasn't. P.S. I know I let it get way too far, but I mean, what can you do? (sighs) Wow. That is a, that is a heavy one. I'd love to get into that. Yeah. I know. That's a good one. Let's dive in there. Uh, Well, I don't really... I don't know. I mean, I think this is a problem for a lot of girls that they kind of feel like they need to give that kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. They just validation. need to, validation to the guy and it makes just everything so much easier. We're kind of like, all right, as long as you're finished and you're happy, like, let's just get, a, get this thing over with. But I think it's important if you love the guy and if you, if everything else kind of aligns in your relationship, you've been with him four years. That's a long time. So I think Mm -hmm. having a conversation about what might feel better or maybe some suggestions for him to try and you guys can kind of experiment together. I think at first he might be a little bit like, whoa, oh shit. I think I thought I was doing the right thing for this, this whole time. I thought I was like pleasuring you. Um, but at the end of the day, I think it might really, um, be a great thing for your relationship to have that conversation yeah, exactly. and explore things that make you feel good together. I think it'll bring you a lot closer. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like you want to know for yourself, what suggestions you can give to the other person to make you feel good and pleasure you. So, oh my God, literally could not have said it better myself. <laughs> Fuck literally so good but also like i mean do you want to go through five more how many years four more years of like not coming and he's coming every single fucking time like it's i understand now you're like "Uh uh-oh because it it is kind of awkward like four years you've been in it saying that you're you know 
he's been getting it done, but he really hasn't. But I think like, like Kristen said, I think you could suggest it as like a new thing. Like you could say like, oh, I read this thing or I saw this thing or I watched this thing. Like, let's try this or let's try this. Or I just want to try something new, like suggesting it as something new and exciting rather than just being like, Hey buddy, by the way, you haven't made me come in the last four years. Ha ha. Exactly. <laughs> you don't have to be so blunt about it. Maybe just like guide his hand or whatever it is into like a new position that you kind of like are interested to explore and see how that works out. And then mm-hmm. just continue kind of trying new different things that might end in an orgasm for you because it's just as much about you as it is him. And four years of Seriously, that. Seriously. Exactly. No, no, no. Repeat that shit. Mm-hmm. Amen. Just as much it's just as much about you as him. Also, Absolutely. you said like doing like having sex doesn't really do anything for you, which I think like is slightly concerning honestly because it's like you know, like we've been saying it's not about it's not just about him, like it's about you too and if you're not enjoying it at all, then that's like that's a problem, you know. Yeah, I would agree with that. I don't know exactly I would love to know more about that. Like, what is it? Is it painful or are you just uncomfortable with You're not yourself? It. Are you kind of like shy yeah. with your body or what is aiding to that? Because that's not mm-hmm. good. You got to. Yeah, yeah. You want to enjoy it. it also, go ahead. the first thing for getting in touch with your sexuality is honestly pleasuring yourself. So exactly. if you haven't explored that, that definitely could like lead to a lot of things and once you do that, then you'll know like what critiques to give him or like where to guide him or to ask for what you want. So I definitely think it just revolves around like one, knowing that you deserve to like get off just as much as he does. And like two, just knowing what you want and like not being scared to ask for it because life's too short to not have good sex. (laughs) (laughs) Put that up on my kitchen wall. That is amazing. (laughs) Life is too short. too honestly you got to know your body before you're able to kind of like interpret that and Mm -hmm. relay that into relationships you have to know yourself and that goes for anything sex or just simple relationship yeah just life so yeah start there in the comfort of your own home by yourself just like Mm -hmm. you know figure out what that means for you yeah in the shower she because they live together like like get a little have some time in the shower. That's always good. <laughs> uh, that's a good, good idea. I never thought about that. The shower, the removable shower head situation. Oh, if you got that was that, my first love. I didn't realize that was a thing until a few months ago. And then... You're kidding me. No, I know. Girl. And I'd always heard people talk about it and how good it was. And like, you got to get on this whole shower head situation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't have one in my home, but my Fuck. parents did. And I was like, all right, guys, <laughs> I'll see you in a few hours. <laughs> oh Let me get gosh, back I to hope you. I have some important They're going to be like, oh, shit. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that was my first, like, my parents growing up had a shower head. That was, that was my first introduction, so. That was your or first just, introduction. Like, right now I have my, I keep my little mod vibrator, which if you haven't listened to the first episode of this sex talk you never had, you have to listen to that because I recommend, like, vibrators and different things. But the mod vibrator just stays in my shower. It stays in there, and I can have some nice alone time. So <laughs> make sure <laughs> you're getting that alone time and getting to, to know yourself. You have to. That's the first step. Okay. This next one. 
Um, I'm really curious to hear your opinion on this, Kristen. So, okay. Hey, Rohini, I'd love to hear your thoughts and experiences with threesomes. I want to have one with my boyfriend so bad and don't even necessarily want to fool around with the girl as much as I'd want him to because I'm not the jealous type and I kind of think it's a turn on to see him working his magic on another girl, lol. Would love to know what you think about it. My boyfriend doesn't want one because he's afraid that me being bisexual will come between us and thinks I'd fall for the girl, which I totally don't agree on. XO. Wow. Okay. Let's get into it. I mean, I've never I had a threesome. Think I, I have haven't either, no, but I've always thought it was the hottest thing. And I think that mm-hmm. if you're thinking about it and if you think that that might be something that would be good for your relationship and it's something you're excited to explore, go for it. But I think that you need to take some time to understand what you're comfortable with, what you're not comfortable with, especially when you're in a relationship, because mm-hmm. it can kind of, it's an exciting thought. But once you get there, the reality hits and, you know, there's another girl involved or guy or whatever it may be. And you need to be prepared for the emotional part of it, which is the last thing you're worried about. But at the same time, like after it's all said and done, how are you going to be feeling? Mm -hmm. And are you going to be just as excited and confident in your relationship? Or are you going to be feeling kind of like regretful because you were just hype on the whole sexual aspect? And she said her boyfriend is the one that's like in feeling a little more insecure because she's bisexual. So Got it. that's a whole nother thing. Like if he, if he's not feeling comfortable, then that's like, you're going to have to figure that out because it's got to be like both parties got to want to. Yeah. I mean, could you like, you know, have a guy involved too? Like make it more even. I don't know. The- right. Like bring in two extra people bring in the to whole the equation. squad. I'm bringing the whole squad. I mean, <laughs> it's not a bad idea. I think if you're in a relationship and you're considering those things, you got to have the conversations beforehand for sure. Yeah, for totally. Sure. And you kind of just take the time to discover what that means for you and him and make sure you're on the same page before you go into it. But mm-hmm. I think it's exciting. I'm into it. I think I it can know, be I'm really into it, fun. Like theoretically though. Theoretically, you got to be careful who you're, you know, bringing into the mix. Don't mm-hmm. ever go for a friend. Bad call. Yeah. You got to get call. someone, you know, I don't know, go on a dating yeah. app, find someone neutral that's, you know, also hot. Yeah. <laughs> but neutral. For both of you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Go to a party, kind of, you know, scout some that's people what out. I, see, that's the thing, like, in the movies, like, it just... How do you even do that? It seems way more <laughs> how realistic do you even in the do movies. That? You just like, how are you scouting out someone? Because I've talked about this in the last episode, and Catherine and I talked about it. Like, I like the concept. It sounds super hot. But I'm kind of, like, on the same bandwagon as this guy in this story. Like, I, I know it's not the case. Like, I don't think that'd be the reality. But it's just something, like, I'd have to get over the mental hurdle of being like, oh, Sage is going to think about that girl. Like, after it's done, Sage is going to think about how hot that girl was. And that, like, freaks me out. <laughs> right. Even though we're literally married, so it's fine. But that's just something I would have to get over. And that's why when I've talked about it in the past, I'm like, I feel like adding more people to the scenario, like, making it a little more, it's just like a group thing. It's not so focused on, like, introducing one person. So Definitely. And who you decide to bring into that equation is really important. Like, how connected are Mm -hmm. you to this person? And I think that has a lot to do with it. 
Are you going to see them at the grocery store once exactly. a week? Exactly. Like, like, do they know? Is it a friend of a friend kind of situation? Mm-hmm. Or did you meet them on Hinge and it's kind of totally <laughs> yeah. at random, One which I would prefer. Yeah. So. Yeah, same. Yeah, I think we all, all I think things. we all are intrigued or most of us are intrigued by the top or like the idea of it because it's kind of hot. It's really hot, but it's super hot. I don't know. Um, I guess. Yeah. Our advice is just to we need to have that open conversation mm-hmm. and communication find out a way is that key. It, communication is always key all <laughs> all the time. We're doing like finger guns. <laughs> the TikTok like, clicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. even know what you call this. Just like a. <laughs> yeah <laughs> fucking no. I don't fucking I don't know. know we're so weird finger guns i know um but yeah i would like to hear how this goes honestly so i if would you have too any updates, keep us updated please let us know and i think like i mean just is it's him coming from a place of like insecurity which is totally normal but like you said you literally want it would turn you on to see him working his magic on another girl like that's hot just reading that is hot so like <laughs> I think it could go very well for you guys. I just, yeah, keep us updated. I think so too. And also make sure you're validating your partner and make sure you're extra attentive to them and Mm -hmm. making sure their, their needs are met before anyone else's, of course. Um, But I think that that will really help for it to be a successful mission, but let us know because that is exciting. (laughs) I know. Please keep us updated. Okay, this one, okay, it's cute. Hi, Heaney. Me and my boyfriend have been dating for a while, and I will preface this question by saying that the sex has always been amazing, in all caps. With that being said, he's super kinky, and I am too. I just haven't really found out my preferred kinks, but I'm honestly open to anything, lol. Sometimes I find myself a bit insecure when it comes to our sex life because he is so experienced and has done a lot of crazy kinky things, in all caps, with girls that he's told me about. I've had my fair share of sexual experiences and thought I was pretty crazy until I met this boy. I want to surprise him the next time he comes and visits me. We are long distance, crying face. But I'm not quite sure what to do. I know he likes to be dominated, and I can get down with that. But IDK, where to even begin? We haven't really done anything crazy besides the usual hair pulling, choking, and occasional slapping winky face. But I just want to do something that will make him go crazy. Any suggestions on where to start or what to do to drive him wild? I love you so much, Rohini, and I especially love your sex talk podcast. You're like the big sister I never had. Love you. Aw. Oh my gosh. Ooh. That is juicy. Okay. I know. I'm like, let's get into it. <laughs> let's get into it. I don't do you have any history with kinky things? Um, I don't know. First first off, I think it's really cool that you're open to whatever and kind of exploring all of those kinks that And doing it together. That's yeah, so fun. Doing it together. Um I think also another thing about long distance relationships is like you haven't seen the person and it's automatically your sexual yeah. drive is like heightened when you see each other. You're <laughs> super just like, charged. let's get on it. Yeah, supercharged, which mm-hmm. is exciting. Um, and the one part of long distance that you should look forward to and take advantage of because there's so many shitty <laughs> yeah. aspects of long distance relationships. So that's cool. Um, but I don't know. I think something that is awesome about like domination is just being tied up. Like, cause you don't have mm-hmm. control over anything. You're kind of like letting, I don't mm-hmm. know. There's like that urge you to, don't know. you don't it's know exactly. So I would consider a little handcuff situation, 
little rope situation. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Fuck. I, I need to hear this story. Have you, what's your um, experience here, ma'am? No, I mean, I'm always <laughs> the one that's typically, you know, dominated. I don't Me too. Know I'm not the, the dominating type. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, I'll, I'll be on top every once in a while, and that's as dominant as I'll get, but I enjoy <laughs> being, like, <laughs> I enjoy the whole, you know, submissive, dominant mm-hmm. kind of yeah, situation. Yeah, me too. It's hot. Yeah, it's hot. And sometimes, like, I'll have my hands, he'll, like, hold my hands kind of by my side when he's, like, inside of me, and it's hot because I can't, like, move. I can't do anything, and mm-hmm. that restriction kind of, I don't know. Just it's hot. It's hot. Yeah, exactly. It does something. That's what I was going to say. Like, the funnest things, I guess, we haven't really gone that kinky besides, like, what you said, hair pulling, choking, slapping, whatever. But when we were trying to go crazy, I've told this story before, but before Sage went to college, I was like, I need to try everything with this guy so he has something to remember me by. Like, <laughs> he's going to go to college and there's going to be all these hoes. Like, I need to do something totally. that he'll remember. So, um, yeah, I literally was like wanting to try everything that summer before I left, but, um, yeah, like handcuffs and being blindfolded and tied up at the same time is nuts because you don't know when it's coming and you can't move. So it's just like, whoa, what the fuck? It's hot. So totally definitely. And especially if he likes to be dominated, like you could literally say, like, put a blindfold on, like get naked, sit on the bed or sit on a chair or whatever, and, like, just wait or something. I yeah, your words, I think, will facilitate mm-hmm. that a lot, too. Just be a little sassy, be a little aggressive, mm-hmm. and don't mm-hmm. don't feel bad about, you know, going a little harder than you otherwise would. I think, I think he'll like it if he's into that. And long distance, too, like you said, long that adds distance. just so much. Leave your mark, so much. sister. Leave your mark. <laughs> yes. That's Send going him in the show notes. On a, on a good note, honey. Get it uh, done. Yes. I'm trying to think what else. Like, I don't know. Like, people always like to do role play, but I've never done that. Um, or, like, getting toys that both of you could like. Like, one of my friends got, like, a, like, dick ring. Like, a vibrating, like, dick ring that goes oh, on the bottom. Oh, shit. What do you I mean I don't know. I know that... It, like, goes over... It's, like, a con... Like, the condom, like, lip or whatever. Right. But it's just, like, a dick ring that... And it vibrates. And it vibrates. And it sits at the bottom of his, like, dick. But do you use it with your hand or is it just... No, it just sits. And then, like, while you're riding him or while it's going or whatever, it just... I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah, there's a plethora of toys out there. I would explore that. I think that that's... That's exciting. Yeah. But Good honestly, stuff. I think that could be hot. Like, get a hot-ass outfit. Like, tell him to blindfold himself and, like, sit and wait in the room. And then just be like, who's your fucking daddy, bitch? Just, like, walk, <laughs> walk in. Exactly. Just own uh, that shit. and Own that shit. Totally. I think that's that's really hot. Just aggressive confidence. Mm-hmm. Aggressive confidence. And also, you guys could watch porn together, too, and be like, oh, like, look in all the, mm-hmm. I don't know, different categories and, like... Like, ooh, let's try that. Ooh, let's try that. Because while you're together, like, I know whenever Sage and I would be together after long distance, we would have sex so much. Like, oh just all the time. So, it's just like watch sex porn was be just like, let's invented. do this. Yeah. Let's do this. Exactly. Yeah. So, definitely check that out. But, again, excited for you. Sounds <laughs> really exciting. Excited Sounds for fun. You. That's going to be a good time.
Okay, this one, this one is <laughs> made me giggle. Um, Hi, Rohini. I have a couple of sex-related questions. I'm very curious to know what you think and get your advice. I've never had sex, but I'm so curious about it. Aren't we all? Anyway, I apologize if some of my questions may be too upfront or just TMI, but I figured I might just give it a shot, and who else to ask but you, Rohini, the expert, or the sexpert. Oh my gosh, so cute. <laughs> Lol, love that I'm apparently the sexpert. I, I hope to live up to that title one day. <laughs> um, okay, question number one. When a guy pulls out in time, doesn't it get messy? Doesn't his love juice get everywhere? Or is there like a practical process where you avoid the cleanup? I just love this. It's oh my God, so, I love this. So Virgo, so Capricorn. So like Virgo, like part. clean it up, organize. We want it to be Kristen's like right and tight. I'm a Virgo. I don't want a mess. Like it's not <laughs> hot unless it's like clean and organized. Think like, about how many times she said clean when we were talking about shaving. Like, she's a Virgo. She's such a Virgo. This girl's a Virgo. <laughs> um, it really depends on your situation. Like, my friend, I think I can tell. I don't think she'll mind. She talked about sex whole episode. Catherine, I think she might have even talked about an episode, but she doesn't like to swallow or anything. Like, she thinks it's gross. So she always would, like, he'd, like, come in her mouth or whatever, and then she'd spit it out. And then, like, drink water. Like, she, she just didn't want to do the whole swallowing process. So, actually, though, the cleanest way is just to swallow. That's, like, the right. least mess. I'm, but I'm a good for a, good for a swallow because it's just, like, <laughs> blackout for four seconds it and it's over. Get yeah, it done. Exactly. And, you know, they're done. happy. You're happy. It's over. Drink water afterwards. Just drink water. Yeah, exactly. Eat a snack. Say. Eat a drink cookie. Water. I don't know. Cleanse like, the palate. I don't think any, like just normal guy or normal situation they're not gonna expect that it tastes like fucking like a cinnabon cinnamon roll like they know <laughs> it doesn't taste like the most delicious exactly. liquid you ever like you just swallow you do a little you know hot eye contact whatever you walk over wipe your mouth drink some water and like that's just done that's the cleanest way but i would say the majority of what you know we do is you just like comes on my chest or back or whatever and then grab some undies or towel or whatever it is wipe it off and then it's really not that bad like it's not a big deal I don't know yeah I it's would not say... like an explosion like it's like no no it's it's somewhat you know every once in a while it'll like get a little crazy it just depends but always have something on standby have a towel nearby yeah. or like honestly sometimes the guy's underwear I'll just like use that underwear, and wipe yeah. it off just whatever at that point like he's probably not even paying attention he he's literally comes. blacked he's out he just good. had he's like, yeah exactly yeah, exactly whatever you must do <laughs> if you gotta know get up is. and run to the bathroom and take care of it do it but yeah. i think it's hot to come on someone's stomach or if you're like come on mm -hmm. my boobs or whatever it is yeah it's hot and those are the things like along with like shaving like those little logistics like don't really matter once you're like really comfortable with sex or once you've been with someone for a while or any of the above like those don't really matter you don't really notice them but before you've had sex like of course those are the things you think of that mm -hmm. you're like oh my god like the logistics are stressful but totally yeah it'll play out a lot more naturally once you're there in the moment don't stress over those things her second question is, um, I'm insecure about my body. I'm a curvy girl with lots of stretch marks. I also have dark inner thighs and a dark cooch as well. I also feel like my vagina has such a weird shape and size. I guess I'm really nervous that when I do have sex, my partner will be disgusted by my body as I frequently am when I stare at myself for too long. Any advice here, please? Have you ever felt insecure about your private parts? How have you gotten over that? LOL. 
Anyway, I love your podcast. I feel so happy and giggle so much as I listen to it. Thanks for all the effort you put into it. Um, yes, okay. I definitely have. Have you? Yes. Okay, the last episode, Kath and I had a whole like section on this because I don't know if this happened at your middle school, Kristen, but guys mm. like were discovering vaginas and they were discovering that there's like uh, vaginas that are a little more outy and a little more inny, and it was like a whole thing and. It was just being spread around like, oh, she has a, they were calling it wizard sleeve. If you had a vagina, that's not like, they're like, Rohini has a wizard sleeve. She has a wizard sleeve. She has a wizard sleeve. My fucking girl friends were like snitching on me. Like Rohini has like an Audi vagina, whatever. And at the time I was devastated. I was like, oh my God, like I'm disgusting. Like I need to get surgery. Like (laughs) it was so bad. Middle school is so fucked up. If I could go back so and just black out the entire middle school <laughs> experience, I would. Because it's, no one knows so what the fuck they're up. talking about. No, no. Don't ever refer not. anything in your adulthood to middle school because we're just fucking idiots. No. Idiots. Yeah, exactly. If I could just black out, that's the perfect <laughs> Let's just but. black that entire experience out. Anyways. But yeah, I definitely that. have had insecurities. Like... You see different things in porn or whatever, and you're like, oh my god, like, mine doesn't look like that. But there are so many fucking people in this world. I don't even know how many. 10 billion? I don't know. 7 billion? I'm not sure. But the likelihood, like, everyone's different. Your body's different. You're different. Your vagina's different. Your boobs are different. Like, that's just the human experience. Everybody's different. Embrace what you have. Own it. And own your mm-hmm. natural self and your body and what whatever is going to happen, your stretch marks, your color, whatever yeah. it is. I mean, like you said, there's so many different fucking vaginas and bodies and tits out there that it's no one's mm-hmm. perfect. Everyone has their yeah. quirks. And as long as you're confident in yourself and... I look at my vagina every once in a while. I'm like, oh, my God, this is terrible. <laughs> Can't believe I'm allowing men oh to look God. at this thing. Like, I know. It's not cute. When I look at it, I'm like, ugh. It's, it's not gross. cute. It's gross. It's weird. It's You got the flaps and the hair and the yeah, whatever it is. There's too much going on. There's I'm so like, much just going get on, it out of my sight. But it's natural. It's normal. It's your body. Exactly. And it's what you know, you're, you're given and you got to just own it. Mm-hmm. And guys love you when you're just it. so confident about it. Exactly. And They're not thinking about any of those insecurities. They're literally so excited to be there. Exactly. Like- <laughs> yeah. If you're down and you're like, I'm the hottest thing there ever was and you've ever seen. So you know, you're either in or you're out and that's Eat this kind pussy. of it. <laughs> Eat this pussy and that's Eat it. Eat this fucking pussy. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. But it's definitely very normal to have insecurities. I think every girl, every person, every human has had insecurities about that area just because it, I don't know, there's so much pressure. It's so like unspoken about, but then everyone always, I don't know. There's just a lot of, a lot of shit going on, <laughs> but, um, for sure. I think, yeah, as long as you own it and you get, it's like, you have to work on yourself first in that instance. Like you have to work on owning it. Like you said, getting comfortable with it and just accepting that everyone's different. And literally, I promise you, like, I was so nervous about my vagina. I was like, oh, it's so ugly, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't look like Catherine's because <laughs> hers was my example of, like, she literally has a porn star vagina. We talked about this in the last episode. Oh, my but gosh. I love it. I was so nervous, whatever. And then when I got with Sage, like, a real king, 
who's gonna fucking treat me right or whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. Like none of that matters. They do not care. It's it it's literally could not be the importance of sex like goes completely the opposite of like your physical parts. It's like mm-hmm. the connection. For sure. The fucking orgasm, the whatever it is. Like it doesn't matter what the parts look like as long right. as they're doing their doing their thing. The more confident you are, the better the sex. That's just Exactly. It, it doesn't matter it's who just it the is. Tea. Doesn't matter what the other half is doing, as long as you're excited about your body and mm-hmm. you're feeling good, the better the sex is gonna be. So Exactly. And that's a lot of times why like tipsy sex, drunk sex can be re- like that's also, why people talk yeah. about it all the time. Because your boundaries are down or not your boundaries, you're like your wall or whatever, you're you're just way more confident. You're not overthinking things as much. Exactly. I agree. But um, we feel you, girl. You we got this. We feel you, girl. You're yes. a hot-ass bitch. I'm sure you're so hot, and I have mm-hmm. all the same thoughts every single day, and I think we all same. can relate with that, and just mm-hmm. just go for it. Get out there. I'm sure Get there's going to be a man who comes around and thinks you're the sexiest thing on earth, so Literally just, just play wet as pussy and just like exactly. twerk to yourself in the mirror. Exactly. I wish I could do that. I might I might try that dance out. It's like so good, so hot. You have to do it. It's so fun. I did it in the garage. Did you see that? Oh my god, I did. And that was like early WAP stages. Like I hadn't seen any other TikToks and that was the first one. What is she doing? (laughs) Excuse me, did you did you create this dance or where is this coming from? That was Grace messaged me. She was like, Did you make this up? I was like, What? I no. Saw that. What? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh my God. So funny. Okay. Next question. Um, hi, this is embarrassing for me. So please keep me anon. LOL. But I just feel like such a weirdo since I'm 24 and I've still never had sex. Is this weird? Normal? I don't know. And then what happens when it does come down to it and I'm in that moment? What do I say to the guy? How do I say it? I silently freak out about this every single day. LOL. Um, I said it last time. I'll say it again. Everyone's on their fucking own journey and like you're in your own right timing. It's going to happen when it needs to happen. Like it's just sex. It's really like when you lose your virginity is not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of life. I agree. Yeah. Don't hype it up to be something that it's not. I don't know. Everyone has their own idea of what sex means for them. And Mm -hmm. a lot of the times it's kind of the end all be all. We're not, we're going to save this for marriage. It's the most Mm -hmm. like special thing there is. And that's great too. And you know, there's a lot of things you can do to prepare for that. But at the same time, it's not as, you know, dramatic as a lot of people make it out to be. And it's Mm -hmm. a lot more of a good thing for yourself personally, not even just for relationships, for yourself to grow into who you are. Like I was saying earlier, it's like, that's how you get to know your body and what makes you feel good. And in kind of exploring that confidence in yourself is, it's a really good thing, but you know, don't speed up the process and don't put pressure on yourself to have sex sooner than it needs to happen and just like take it easy when it happens it'll happen and it like we said it might be a little rough at first but you'll get to know yourself what feels good and once you go there there's no going back no going back absolutely not yeah I think that's super good advice I love it that's perfect but (laughs) that is perfect perfect 
But yeah, it, it nobody. I mean, if you want to like address it, you can. But I don't think anyone would really. It just depends on the situation. Like if it's like a really intimate thing, like I don't know if you're in a relationship and you're like, hey, this is my first time, whatever. But it's just up to you. If you want to just fucking lose it and not say anything, get it over and done with, and then move on. Like it, but it's not a big deal. I really don't think it's a big deal. Everyone's on their own timeline. Right. There's so many virgins out there that are varying ages. And it's just about what you're comfortable with. What's going to make you feel good when you leave whoever's house or whoever leaves your house and you're alone and you're like, all right. That was great. I'm excited for, <laughs> let's do it again. Or let's you're feeling like shit. So just, you know, contemplate, play those situations and I don't know, but exciting things. Okay. I got another one that this kind of like revolves around the confidence and like feeling comfortable with having sex. Um, okay. Hi Heaney. I'm on the younger side as I'm still in high school, but I've been in a relationship with my boyfriend for almost a year now. We haven't gone very far, mostly because I wasn't ready to do anything and wanted to go slow, which he's always been very respectful of, and also because half of our relationship has been over quarantine. There have been two times where we've been able to see each other normally since quarantine started, and let me just say, after five months of being six feet apart, things got a little spicy. But the issue is, whenever I get, I go a bit farther with him, even though I feel comfortable and ready, I always feel so gross and disgusted with myself afterwards. I feel dirty and ashamed of myself, and it's really hard for me to get that out of my head. It's like I have two sides. Half of me wants to be confident in myself, sexy, free, a bad bitch, and have a good time with my boyfriend, while the other half of me wants to stay innocent, classy, and just the same old me. I know this is partially to do with the whole stigma around girls losing their virginity and becoming unpure or deflowered, which is so stupid. I think this half of me that wants to be adventurous with my boyfriend is just very not like me, and so it's scary that things are changing, but I guess also part of growing up, question mark? But it's also like almost like I get frustrated and disappointed with myself for getting swept up in the moment and going farther with him. I just wish I didn't feel so guilty or dirty afterwards. And I'm not sure if you have ever had a similar experience, but I was wondering if you have any advice. Sorry this is so long, but thank you for taking the time to read it. Sending you lots of good, li- good vibes and endless love. <sighs> that is so sweet. First my of heart. all, my heart. Oh my goodness. I can totally relate with that. First off, like, I think that there's a lot of contributing factors to feeling shameful around sex. There's a lot Mm -hmm. of things that make women kind of second guess, is this what we're supposed to be doing? Does this make us, I don't know, more promiscuous or whatever it may be? I can totally relate with that because, like I said, I grew up in a really conservative family and it made it feel like it was so wrong every single time. But I slowly started to learn, like, no, this makes me feel good. Like, I I enjoy this. I enjoy exploring this part Mm -hmm. of my inner being and sexuality. And I think as long as it's making you feel good and you're leaving feeling satisfied and kind of confident in yourself, then keep going with that. And don't Mm -hmm. give a fuck what anyone else says. Yeah, exactly. What the world says. And so, I don't know. It's it's a really weird concept to to get around. But... Mm -hmm. I would just go base it off of how you feel because there's so many different ideas towards sex and it really comes down to what's going to make you feel good and you confident in yourself and that's about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's all that matters. I really think like, like you were saying, you want to feel like a bad bitch and you've been getting into it and in the moment you're like loving it. But then after like, 
that's you in the moment. Like that's how you feel in the moment. And then after that's like everything that like society and the world is putting on you. Like that's not necessarily you, you know, like that's just what all this pressure is coming mm-hmm. onto you, if that makes sense. But yeah, I really just think you have to kind of honestly journaling about this would be really good. Like I feel like breaking down, like asking yourself, why do I feel like this? Like what is causing me to feel like this? What is the root of this? Like where did I learn that sex is bad or like sex is something that's like unpure or whatever? Like getting to the bottom of it and journaling about it would be really helpful because um that's like a real thing that'll be if you were raised in a way to believe that sex is like you know something to be kept for marriage and if not you're like unpure or whatever that's like a real thing that you have to get over or get through and that's going to be ingrained in you so that's like a serious thing that you're going to have to get through but i definitely think it's worth it and it like kristen said it just all depends on what makes you feel good and what you're comfortable with and nothing else fucking matters. Like if that could be the gist of my whole podcast is like do what work on <laughs> do yourself. Whatever makes what, you feel good, bitch. What Just makes you own feel good, your bitch. body and do it. Exactly. And yeah, for sure. Journal about it. Think about it. Take some time to yourself to realize, okay, mm-hmm. what makes me feel good in a sexual setting and what doesn't make me feel good? What makes me nervous? And you know, second guess this whole situation. I think, you know each to their own but don't worry about kind of the ideas that surround sex in this world because there's so many of them it really just comes down to what's going to make you feel good at the end of the day okay this this is a good one um, next question. Hi, Rohini. Loving your podcast so much. I've listened to every episode and out here loving the good vibes and positive energy. Okay. Since there's really no good segue here, we're just going to go straight into this TMI question. Ha ha. I'm wondering what to do if you struggle to orgasm with only your hands context. I had my quote, quote, sexual awakening, if you will, at age 20 and learned how to masturbate with a vibrator, but now I seriously don't know how to live without it. I'm trying to figure this out mostly because I've never been able to orgasm with my partner. It's been three years and I'm guessing it has something to do with the fact that I can't even figure out how to do it with my own two hands, much less with someone else's. By the way, he's super supportive and down to try anything for me to get there, but I just don't even know how to instruct him. LOL. Any help is appreciated. Thank you. Okay. Love a supportive man, first of all. First of all, let's just take a moment to take a moment of silence to appreciate applause. that yes. man. <laughs> Seriously. I actually, what was it? I've been reading this book um, by Alyssa Vitti. I think it's called Woman Code. And she has a whole chapter on why like women pleasuring themselves just with their like fingers is actually really good for their health. Mm-hmm. so if you're interested just check out her books but she talks about why like vibrators are amazing and honestly gift from the gods but it's it's a different like process chemical process or something because it happens so fast that it it's just a different thing so like learning how to pleasure yourself just with like your fingers um 
uh, is like a whole nother thing that is very good to do because it helps. I don't fucking yeah. know. I can never quote anything, but it's like, it releases <laughs> certain, I can never remember quotes or like facts, but it releases certain chemicals that don't happen if you use a vibrator because it happens too fast with a vibrator. Mm-hmm. Basically. I just have heard a lot of people that are against vibrators are against sex toys because it's such an unnatural feeling and an unnatural kind of like situation that you can't replicate that in real life in real time and so it creates this kind of stigma around what sex should feel like or what it should be when a guy is going down on you it's not real Mm -hmm. that's going to happen from a machine versus this motherfucker's mouth like it's not going to be the same it's not so a lot of the times (laughs) people are like stay away from vibrators and sex toys and that whole world and focus on like pleasuring yourself with your hands and Mm -hmm. teaching you know working with your partner to kind of like pleasure yourself and figure out what that means for you and what feels best and I don't know. I would just stray away from the toys and focus more on like, what are you capable with, with your hands? And like, what is your partner capable of? And I would explore that more so than relying on the toys to make you feel good. Yeah. That's like the, but I definitely also am glad that you even had your sexual awakening and that came like with the vibrator, like whatever is going to get you there. That's amazing. Whatever's going to get you there. I'm, I'm here for it. We're all for it. You got to get a head start on that shit. Okay. Also in the first podcast episode, if you guys haven't listened, I'm like referring back to that one, but, uh, there's a book called four hour body. Um, oh my God. I still need to listen to that. Why am I forgetting his fucking name? Tim Ferriss. God damn it. He's so famous. Why am I forgetting his name? Four hour body with Tim Ferriss. There's a chapter on the female orgasm. I posted it on my podcast Instagram before literally type in four hour body, female orgasm. It'll pop up on Google. But that is what Sage read, and after that, the orgasms were constant. Sage read it? Sage read it. Because he had that book, and he was just reading it for, like, other, like, they have chapters on health and fitness and everything, and then there happened to be a female orgasm chapter. God bless Tim Ferriss for working that in. Like, seriously. Tim, my man. The females that he has helped by putting that chapter in. But that's amazing. It just okay. breaks it down. Truly, it breaks it down how to, and it also says like if you're how to pleasure yourself if you're a woman. But it breaks it down what guys need to do to get you off with just their hands or whatever. Since Sage read that, I swear to God, guys, every time I orgasm, every single time, and if I don't, I literally will ask. I'm like the other night, literally we had great sex, but I was just laying there and I was like, I have blue balls. <laughs> like I literally, was, I'm like, I have blue balls. You need to get back here. And it just, that's just how it has to happen. Like sometimes I, you know, we need to get off, but anyway, look that up. And then the Alyssa Bitty book talks about why it's good for women to use their hands to pleasure themselves. Mm -hmm. And it is hard. Okay. So this is a personal story. Um, cause like I said, I have my mod vibrator that just sits in the shower. It's there when I need her. She's like, my trusty steed. I love her. And a lot of you guys have also bought that vibrator. It actually sold out. So I don't know if it's back in stock now, but it's amazing. Anyway, I definitely would rely on that in my own like pleasure, whatever. I hadn't like fingered myself or anything, probably since early high school. Like I just, I don't know. I hadn't done it in a while. Hmm. And then okay. a little bit ago, I read that chapter and I was like, huh, I wonder if I can even do this because when Sage does it, it feels 10 times better when, than when I do it. 
and I was alone and I anyway you have to you have to get into it you gotta like try to be as relaxed as possible like after meditation or something like super relaxed that's why the shower is great because you're naturally really relaxed in relaxation the is everything totally. relaxation is everything and like just start slow like like I don't even know how to describe it I guess I should just link the books and the things that I read because it is super important and I think it's something that you should learn to do as a woman and like like we said before, like learning how to pleasure yourself is like what gives you the, I don't know, the authority to like ask for it in the bedroom with a guy. Exactly. Yeah. Or a girl. Totally. With a partner. Um, so yeah, I definitely think you should get to know yourself in that way. You can, there's definitely lots of tips, like literally type in anything on Google and I'm sure there's a million tips on how you could like get yourself off, but just go slow, be gentle, be relaxed whatever also be patient be patient be patient i think it's a lot easier for guys to come than it is for girls i will say i don't know oh, why that sure. is i don't know the science behind it i'm not a fucking doctor but i, I, I think it's true because i most frequently it's like the guys getting off and i'm kind of like all right that felt amazing but like here i am i'm out don't here have shit to show yeah <laughs> exactly so don't put pressure on yourself. That pressure will eat you alive and will make you exactly. kind of, like tense up and just be worried about the outcomes so much more. Exactly. Than... You have to get out of your head, which is so hard. It's so hard. Totally. It is so just hard. And honestly, my mantra lately when I've been Give getting in my me. head or whatever is literally like, you deserve this. That's what I'll like say. Like you fucking deserve this. 100%. That's what I'll say in my head over and over and be it from like, say it from like a really hot, like hot ass, confident (laughs) ass bitch. Like you fucking deserve this bitch. Like you just had that great sex. You see how much pleasure he had from coming. Like you deserve this. Like sit back, relax, like, and enjoy. Exactly. (laughs) Enjoy the ride. Like I said, it's just as much about you as it is him, but don't Mm -hmm. feel pressure. Like as long as you're feeling good, Because a lot of the times, like, obviously he'll come and I won't and it'll still be great and a good experience. And I'll be like, that's fine. I'm totally cool with this. And, yeah, you know, move on. Next. Yeah, exactly. It It just depends. Sometimes I'm like, that was great. I don't don't need anything more. And sometimes I'm like, I need to fucking come get back here. (laughs) Just don't be afraid to ask for what you need. Don't be afraid to, to... vocalize those needs because guys think that's hot exactly when you like direct them when you grab their hand and like guys show them love. what feels good they love that shit so confidence going is like number one in the bedroom and literally like they say on pinterest or twitter or whatever fake it till you make it if you have to fake the confidence in the bedroom to get off like then do it <laughs> then do it exactly exactly it will lend itself really positively i think mm-hmm. so Yes, but yeah, definitely experiment, get like, just get comfortable with yourself. Yeah, I think that's the theme here. It's just like, know what you want, know what feels mm-hmm. good. That's gonna really that's turn the theme. out. Any that's young, the theme. Any young girls listening, like that is the theme of having a great sex life. As like, weird as it is, you just gotta go for it. Figure just, it out. Kristen, your girl needs some help. My boyfriend of three years is now living in another state and we've been doing long distance. We're planning to see each other in November for Thanksgiving break and so we're going to get it on as much as possible, but 
he wants to try anal dot 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 again. So technically we've done it twice. <laughs> But I chickened out the first time, so he only counts the second time. And he says it was fine and everything felt good, but um, let's just say the worst case scenario happened and it got real. Shit emoji. Oh. TMI, I know, but now I'm kind of scared. <laughs> I want to do it and I like the feeling, but I feel like I have, a, I have PTSD about it. Should I drink to relax and loosen up, buy new lube and condoms, get some cute assless panties? <laughs> any suggestions to help me out to feel better? Also, any suggestions regarding anal in general? Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, you're right. You can speak to this a lot more than I can, but coming from like a beginner's perspective, get a few cocktails under your belt, honey. That will (laughs) save lives. That will save Save lives. lives. That's all there is to it. I think just, you know, you've got to relax and, and I'll leave the rest to you because I haven't been there yet, but I'm, I'm anticipating the day. That's very anti-Virgo. Oh, for sure. Oh, you would? For sure. Yes, I would. It is anti-Virgo. Um, I'll take like 12 showers before and after. Yeah, that's what I thought. (laughs) But, um, I mean, I don't know if I'm into it. I know the, the, the guy, like my boyfriend of seven years was always asking me for it. And I was like, listen, Sir, Listen, buddy. when we're married, maybe when I'm like 45, <laughs> I just wasn't year, ready for it. Yeah, exactly. But sometimes when I would have a few drinks, I would yeah, be like exactly. more open to it. It just feels, it just seems like a less intimidating. Mm-hmm. So that would be my number one tip as a beginner. Cause I just know where my head is at, but you tell me from what you've experienced, like <laughs> what makes it just an easier okay. time? Literally a know. few drinks. That is the key. Every time I've right? ever had a good time with anal, it's because I've had oh a few my drinks. Gosh. And yeah, it loosens you up and it's like kinky. It's super kinky. It feels very kinky. So like having a few drinks under my belt, I'm like, oh, bad bitch. Like, let's do this. We shit. can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Here we fucking go. Does okay. he go all the way in? I'm nervous. Like, yes. I have questions. Yes. <laughs> like, I want to know. I know. All the way in. But I will say my oh biggest my tip is for you to be on top. That's my biggest tip. Really? That is the only way it's going to feel good because if it's like doggy style, that shit hurts so bad. Oh my God. The first couple times we tried it was, and I was like, I can't, I can't. I don't see why. Cause I heard a couple <laughs> of my friends. I heard a couple of my friends like, it's so good. Like I love it. And I'm like, what the fuck bitch? This hurts so bad. So yeah, you be on top. That's going to feel good. Actually. It does feel good. And the last time was on our honeymoon. After we had been Spicy. wine tasting all day, I was trashed. I was trashed. We were oh in God, the jacuzzi the tub. tub. Yes. yes. We were in the, I told the yes, story last I time. I know this story. We were in the jacuzzi tub with the jets on. I was like, let me hop on this dick. <laughs> Here I go. What do you Here want? Here I go. It's yours. <laughs> Seriously. But yeah, actually though, if you do drink and you're down for that, that really helps. <laughs> and obviously lube, like if you're, that just helps everything, but or if you're having regular sex, like super sloppy, like, I don't know, spitting on the dick, whatever you need to do. There um, we go. That'll help a lot. And assless panties, like, I'm always down for that. Suggestion. Oh, my gosh. That's not, that's I need some of those. Let like, it rip. Yes. Let, no, do it. But I would say, because you had some, like, PTSD, and at least you're not, like, against it, because you said you were fine with it, and it felt good or whatever. Well, um, what do you think about the whole poop emoji situation? Because I know that's I, a whole nother part of it that I'm like, that's the one thing that scared me off. I'm like, I, especially as a Virgo, I'm like, nah, 
I'm not yeah, going there. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> the first time, I don't know if I told this story last time on the podcast, but the first time we ever did it was in the yurt on Woodby oh at his mom's house in the yurt. And he came in my ass, which I was not ready for. And there's no toilet out there. There's just a composting toilet, which is like a not, it's not a real toilet. And there was no toilet paper. So I literally, it was a nightmare. It was a massacre scene coming out of my asshole. It was terrible. So that's real. I honestly feel like I would have to ask Sage for like the poop emoji situation. But I think it's kind of normal in a way. Like I feel like the lights are dimmed. You're not really paying attention. Or if you did it in the bathtub, like, that's a good, easy fix. Makes things clean. Totally. Um, yeah. But I think it's just kind of comes with the, the territory. Shower. Like, they know... I don't know. I don't really know. I know some people, like, I've heard from my gay friends that you, like, there's certain laxatives and things you take before to make sure it's, like, all cleared out. But in the moment, I don't know how practical that is. So... I don't know. I think it seems like you're comfortable with this guy and you've probably already had the worst case scenario, sounds like. So exactly. It can only only go up from here. It can only get better. A couple cocktails in, like ride that D, you're fine. It's going to be fine. And I will say why riding is so good is because your clit is going to be rubbing on him the whole time. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. So that. All right. It works. Liquid courage, honestly. Liquid courage. That's the best policy. Chris, okay, but Chris, gonna... <laughs> Kristen and I are like the okay, spokes- big people of <laughs> spokeswomen of liquid courage. Okay, wait, this is a good last one to end it out on. Kristen has a dick appointment. <laughs> oh gosh, I knew you were going to go here. <laughs> Kristen has a dick appointment with a guy who has a huge penis, and we would all like to applaud her for that. We're very excited and happy for her during this time. <laughs> during this time we're mostly excited um we're working through it would you like to talk about that for a second i mean listen it's not it's not ideal because it's it's a lot to <laughs> it's, it's a massive, lot to handle it's 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 massive so you know we're exploring what that means we got to bring out the coconut oil <laughs> We got to bring out the accessories. I'm fucking dead. We need help there. We need help. It's great. It's wide but, and also long, which right. It's a lot. Like no mercy. No. So we're. <laughs> oh my god. We're. It's a great time. I mean, we we kind of were chatting through what that means, you and me, Ro, mm-hmm, and yeah. we were like, he's so sweet, he's so cute, he's a little lake boy, a little adventure boy but he's got a massive dick so softy boy with a huge dick softy boy with a huge dick and is that husband material i don't know (laughs) because am i committed to that massive dick for the rest of my life i'm not sure (laughs) but i don't i don't really know what to do with that i kept saying like isn't that a good thing like having a huge dick like sage is very well endowed i will say and it's Honestly, a big plus. It's a big bonus. But, like, she was saying it's, like, wide that you... She can't even fit in her mouth. Like, it's, like, too wide and too it's big. It's wide. It's just massive. It's big. It's a lot to handle. Like, for certain things, you know. Yeah, 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 Of yeah, course, yeah. like... In the mouth. <laughs> in the mouth, it's just... That's the most dramatic aspect. Yeah. Everything else is fine. It's great. But you gotta, you know... It's gotta be a well-rounded kind of situation. 
but we're happy for Kristen. We're we are, <laughs> we are. Tonight is love that I'll, for her. I'll let you know. Yeah, I was gonna say we're drinking and we've been talking about sex for a while now. Like, and then your man's gonna come over immediately oh after your dick gosh. appointment. Like, are you kidding me? I'm Please gonna, let me I'm know scared. how the sex is. Please let me know how the sex is after this. You're like, I just learned about this. Like, let's try this. Like, let me hop on. So I've been talking about sex for like a good two hours. Um, so, <laughs> what do you think? Oh my gosh. Okay, last last question just to wrap it up. It's really cute and wholesome in a way, and I just liked it. So, hi, Rohini. First of all, I love you and your podcast so much. I've been following you for years. Anyway, my friends and I have been completely baffled trying to figure out what the actual fuck the girl is supposed to do when she's on the bottom, lol. Not trying to be a dead fish, you know, but like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Hope you can give us some clarity on this topic. Love you. I like this because it's pretty straightforward. Like, I felt like I could. I love sum this. It up. I love this. What are your tips? So, for being on top, right? No, bottom. So, you don't look like a dead fish, basically, is what she's saying. So, I would just... you got to talk a little dirty. Mm -hmm. Vocals are everything. Yes. Moan a little. That's Mm -hmm. hot. Yeah, always. Bite the lip. I don't know. Like, make sure your body language is correct, because obviously you're not doing much with, like, I don't know, like, put your legs around his back, like, kind of, like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, a little little straddle, crisscross. A little straddle situation. They love that. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, just seem like you're into it. Don't seem like you're snoozing Don't check out. Yeah, Yeah, don't check out. Like, you're not taking a nap while this is happening. (laughs) Like, make sure you're into it and getting excited. As much as, like, you're laying there, it's... I don't know. He's loving it. As long as you yeah. look like you're into it and the facial exactly. expressions, whatever. Exactly. Grab his face, little makeup, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Grab his face, grab his hair. That's my favorite. Oh, the pull, hair for pull sure. Pull the hair back, claw the back. My oh. favorite. I don't, yeah. Claw the back. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> claw the back. That just comes out. I don't know. Claw the back. Like also you can get kind of into it too. Like you can, you know, respond or whatever. Um, with your hips, but for um, sure, yeah, like she said, moaning, grabbing his head, kissing his neck, biting his ear, right? Like, grab his face, bring him closer, dirty talk, just saying you that you like it, like it's feeling good. That's that's really all you need, just to let them know that you're in the moment, you're there too. That's that's all you really need. I agree, all the way. I think as long as you look like you're into it and you're using your legs and your hands that are mobile, obviously, and your face unless you're tied up unless you're tied up that's a different story (laughs) but get into it I mean don't feel bad that you're on the bottom he loves to like probably dominate you and be in that position so just embrace it and my favorite my favorite is a good old straight up missionary but like literally you guys are both completely flat and like oh it's just so intimate like literally so deep like just I don't even know how to describe it. You guys are both flat. He's going so deep. It's so good. You're clutching That's his back, grabbing position. his head. Yep. It's so good. I don't know why missionary gets so much shit in that way. It's literally chef's kiss. That and doggy <laughs> style. Chef's kiss to that one. Doggy Absolutely. style is the ultimate. But other than that, what a good way to end it out, honestly. Oh my gosh, I love that. Just the classics. The classic. We There are literally probably like 15 more questions 
that but it's just too it's too it's too hard so we need to do a part four we need to do a part four we that's all to there do is a part to it four because i feel like i'm we're just getting into it there's there's so I know. there's so much but the massive here. dick awaits <laughs> we can't dick awaits. we can't he's probably we can't keep the massive right dick now. waiting we cannot i think we do a part four we have a little update um let us know kind of how these questions these situations panned out i i want an update i just want i know i want an update i also want an update i thought you meant like update for how your sex life is gonna go tonight i'm like yes please too i want an update update let me know (laughs) let me fucking know scorpio (laughs) man let me know okay um well thank you for sending in the questions sorry we couldn't get to all of them but such is life it's already been in over an hour hour and 20 minutes but we could talk about sex forever so i guess we, we just need to do on. another one yeah and let's do it thank, thank you so much Kristen, for being on i knew you'd be a fucking thank natural you for having the people me. are gonna love you it's just literally my twin flame like everything you say i'm like that's exactly what i would say like it's just <laughs> perfect it's we could so go good. on forever and ever we, we really need to could put a stop to this before it seriously takes we could off. go all night yeah. but um okay thanks Kristen. thanks for being here thanks for having me love you love you lots bye guys all right guys i hope you enjoyed that amazing slightly scandalous very tipsy episode with Kristen. I had so much fun recording it. She's such a gem and I could not agree more with all of the advice she was sharing and sorry we didn't get to more questions but as it is we talked for like an hour and 20 minutes so (laughs) hopefully you guys got some good insight from the episode and we will definitely be doing another sex talk you never had part four, part five. I'm just going to keep doing them because people have a lot of questions and I want to keep talking about it and sharing my experiences and bringing on my cool lady friends (laughs) to share theirs and all of that. So if you like this episode, make sure to leave a review and rating on Apple podcasts really helps get the word out about the podcast and I just really appreciate it. So thank you so much if you do that and also make sure to follow us on Instagram acting my age podcast so you can um, figure out and find out when I'm asking for more submissions because I basically only post it on that Instagram. So if you're not following, then you will probably miss the chance to send in a story for a future episode. So with that being said, I hope you guys all have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to Acting My Age with me, Rohini Elise. See you next week.